Good morning, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us right here on the RW. This is Brandon Macy, your host, and I am very excited to have former NBA and our very own Rockets, Joe Stevens, as well as a local business owner, and of course now the judge of Precinct 3 residing right here in our area. Good to have you, man. Brandon, it's a pleasure. Um, Known you my whole life, it seems like. It seems that and, way. And uh, I'm glad you got this successful podcast, and I'm honored to be here today. Well, man, I, you know, we were talking a little bit off camera, obviously, about all the stuff that's going on, and we're living in a crazy time right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I've been seeing, obviously, on social media, and, and like you said, you and I have known each other for a long time, but I've been seeing a lot of the stuff that you've been doing, and, you know, growing up in this area where we are in the North Shore, Wood Forest, you know, east side of Houston area, we've seen a lot of changes through the years, yeah. you know? I mean, when when I was growing up here, this was like the area to be in. Yeah. Like, everybody was trying to get to Wood so, Forest. Yep, yep. You know? It's... um you seen a shift. I mean, an economic yeah. shift, a demographic shift. Um, and, you know, you just try to adjust as you go along. Right. And, um, you know, I think education is a, a big part of it. Right. And, you know, I served on a school board over here for nine years. And, um, you know, just still trying to serve and, and help people get the necessary resources. Yeah. Uh, back when I was growing up, uh, if I had 10 friends, nine of us had two-parent households. Right. You know, now the opposite is true. It's, that's true. And I think that absence, in many cases, of a father, for whatever reason, divorce, um, wedlock, jail, yeah, um, has really um, reaped havoc it has. on this community. It has. And so I've tried to kind of stand in the gap, in many cases, behind the scenes as a father to many. Mm -hmm. as an inspiration, as a guy that you can look at and say, wow, I can be a father, I can be a business owner. I see somebody that looks like me that's that's doing that. Yeah. Um, well, the thing I appreciate that, that you've done, first of all, you know, your years playing in the NBA, playing overseas, um, you were very smart, first of all, with what you did with your money you invested in, in businesses you didn't go out there and blow it you didn't pull a little trail spree well no, no. Or, or something like that and yeah. you were very very conscious about that but you put it back into the community yeah. you know i've seen what you've done with the backpack giveaways you know yeah. we've done that here on our campus yeah. as well yeah. we've partnered together on yeah. things that we've done in the community and that's what it's all about if you forget about where you came from you, you've you've missed it. Yeah, and that, and that goes back to education, right? My my parents were both college graduates. Mm -hmm. uh, um, my, my, on my mom's side, her her mother and her grandmother and grandfather and their parents were college graduates. Yeah. So on my mom's side, five generations of college graduates. Wow. Which is different, right? Yeah. That, that that's not very yeah. very common. So when you have that kind of foundation, I was blessed, right? I, I felt like in life. I started off at a positive five sure. with that knowledge. So when you understand, you know, and you get that from home, when you do come into a little money, you know, you I bought some dumb stuff. Like, right, I wasn't perfect. I was a young guy. with Every, money. Everybody's in their early yeah, 20s. But I bought a house point. that I still yeah. live in today. So yeah. I can still say I've got a house that's paid for. I, I had, you know, and, and that's kind of some of the things that I try to now, I try to pass on to my kids. Yeah as well as kids in the community, right? We got a lot of kids from North Shore that are making it to the NFL. Um, I go and speak to kids all of the time, all the time. 
And the first thing I talked to him about, one, is what kind of person you are, right? Right. Your, your attitude determining your altitude. But I also talk about um, credit. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something they don't talk to kids about. I talk about credit. I talk about uh, how to interview for a job. Right. I talk about how to carry yourself. I talk about something that I wasn't good at as a young man, and that's relationships. You know, a lot of the people I came in contact with as a 23-year-old man that I wish I could have cultivated those relationships. But sometimes when you're in it, like, you don't realize, like, the opportunities that right. are around you right. every day because right. you're like, oh, I'm the, I'm the basketball guy. I'm the Houston Rocket. They all want me. Right. But long term, those relationships with those billionaires, with those Shell Oil executives yeah. go way longer than a basketball will. Well, and, and you could have gleaned and, and probably did glean some, but maybe not taking the advantage that you could have taken with those guys um, and and grown those relationships that last the day. Because I know, you know, I've met, uh, I'm trying to remember the guy's name that you play with overseas uh, that I've, I've met several times. Um, Dwayne. Yeah. Dwayne. Yeah. You know, I met guys like that, that I know you've kept those relationships with that have also done good things. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a firm believer that, when you invest yourself, when you invest, if it's, you know, monetary, whatever it is, back into where you've come from, back into good things, back into people, that it's going to come back to you. And I, I've seen, I've watched it myself happen with you yeah. from the early days of you living across the street from my yeah. parents yeah. to, you know, you uh, owning your own business to you owning the insurance company, yeah. all the things that you've done. It's kind of like cheers, man. You want to go where everybody knows your name, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, yeah. and, and, and from that, you know, it, it gives back. Absolutely. Right? right. When you, and it's, it's, um, it's biblical, right. It's, it's reaping and sowing. Yeah. You know, a yeah. lot of times you see people want to reap and reap Yeah. and that's they exactly never right. sow. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and what I've learned Brandon over the years is it's not necessarily where you sow that you're going to reap from that same deal. Right. That's right. I've been hurt a bunch of times and you do stuff for people. And when you need something from that same person yeah, and they have something they can give you, like, I'm going to give you an example. I had a good friend of mine. I won't mention his name, but, um, guy got into every nightclub you could ever get into yeah. for free. Yeah. He partied with me for years as yeah. a rocket, you know, the finest steakhouses in town. I mean, this guy was an NBA basketball player. Without, I think I know without, who you're talking without, about. Without the jump shot, right? For years. Well, I was doing a, 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 a backpack giveaway at the work source on Wallaceville. This guy owns a big old barbecue pit. Mm-hmm. And I needed his barbecue pit for a day. Hey, man, can I borrow your pit? We're going to make hot dogs for people right. for free. I'm giving all this stuff. I'm spending my own money on this. I just need you to bring your pit, this big right. two-ton pit or whatever it is. Oh, man, I can't do it. I don't want to damage this. how I make my money. And he wasn't using it for that day. And oh, no problem. I called another buddy of mine. They brought the pit up there within minutes. Yeah. But it, I was so hurt by that because I thought about all the hundreds of thousands of dollars and this, yeah. all of the stuff this guy has benefited from our relationship. And all I wanted was a barbecue pit. Yeah. You know. And we talked about it, and I kind of told him how I felt. But but I was expecting, because I had sold with him so much, right. that I could get it back. But un- inevitably, blessings will fall out of the sky. Because the relationship that I got from the other guy that let me borrow his pit, he's one of my biggest donors today. Right. right? And I didn't even know the guy at the time. So it's just taught me a lot of valuable lessons. You sow, and you don't worry about 
where the reap is going to come from. That's right. Because the benefit That's is right. the giving is the blessing. That's right. The giving is the community supports you when you run for office. The, mm-hmm. the giving is, you know, I don't ever want for anything in, mm-hmm. in this community because I know somebody that has that resource. And so I don't worry about that stuff. I just continue to try to give and give and give. And um, and it's and it's paid off for me. Well, if you look at, for instance, sports, you know, it's about the people anyway. Yeah. Right now, look at what's happening to sports because you can't get people in the arena. Yeah, you don't have anything. You don't have anything. Yep. And so if you're not willing to give back to those people at some point, I get that it's got to be tough, you know, especially if you're a superstar. We were talking about Michael Jordan and all that stuff uh, um, off, off mic. But I get that if you go somewhere, you can't go anywhere and be, you know, uh, be unrecognized and all that kind of stuff. But – Part of your responsibility is to give back to those same people that are supporting you this, on the court. This is a purge, man. This is, yeah. this is this is now the same guy that wouldn't sign an autograph would probably beg somebody to get an oh, autograph right absolutely. now. Absolutely. I, I yeah. mean, just a guy that wouldn't want to. I'd love to shake somebody's hand right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. just just the little things. Now I think we're becoming to appreciate them. Yeah. I even think there's even a deeper like I I, I don't know maybe it's just me. But since all of this coronavirus stuff has been going on and people had to sit down, literally sit down, yeah. I felt like the earth could breathe. I felt like the weather has never been better. Right. Like, I don't know what it is, but for the last three months, I've looked outside and been like, babe, the weather is great. Yeah. Like, you go outside on your balcony, you're like, man, it's 50 degrees, 60 degrees yeah. in, in May in yeah. Houston. Yeah. You don't think maybe the earth is saying, guys, without all the exhaust, without all the hustle and bustle, mm-hmm. without all the greed. If you just give it a break, I promise you, you'll be okay, right? Well, and I think that we've brought so much on ourselves, you know, in this rat race, man, where we're running around. We don't have a chance to really spend time with our families the way we want to. We don't have time to to grow our relationships. Yeah. You know, a lot of times we're in relationships that are are literally in a maintenance mode yep. because we're so busy going 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 yeah. we got to go to this restaurant yeah. this place opening yeah. up we got to go over here and i i heard somebody tell me the other day they said i've sat down with my family and i said we are not going to add these things back to our lives like, yeah. when same things here. get back to normal same here because i'll tell you the life that i've been living over the last few months this has been a terrible thing I hate the people that have been sick. You were talking about friends that you've had that have passed away, mm-hmm. uh, friends that you have that are still hanging in the balance. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. All of that is so terrible. But sometimes in those times, it's when we really get our reality check and we go, we've been doing this wrong. We've been doing it wrong. I don't know if I'll ever get this kind of family time back Yeah. Um, outside of retirement. Right. And it's been wonderful. And I, I really, and again, I don't, I don't want to add back the hustle and bustle. I don't know how I'm going to do it, yeah. but I know I'm going to carve out more time where the five of us are together for extended periods of time because I've enjoyed it. You know, I've enjoyed the conversations, um, meaningful conversations, right. you know what I mean? And yeah. not just seeing people in passing. So, um, you know, I just, um, I just, I hope we get out of it. Uh, my deepest sympathy and condolences go out to all the people that have lost loved ones. It's been I think terrible. We, we, we lose that in um, celebrating the win of flattening the curve. 
Yeah. But there's a family out there somewhere that doesn't get a mother back, like Carl Anthony Towns, yeah. the NBA superstar yeah. who's got hundreds of millions of dollars, and he can't save his mother from a virus. Yeah. Um, I just wish we'd stop the propaganda, the politicizing a pandemic. You know, it doesn't matter what your politics are right now. We're sure. all we're all in this together. So I don't care if you're from Wuhan, China. It's not time to play the blame game. No. We'll figure that out once we get out of it. And I think for me, that's what team sports teaches you, right? You, right. you, you kind of learn that it doesn't matter whose fault it is. We have an issue. We have a problem. We have something. It that affects we're the whole to, team. It affects the team. Yeah. We're, we're at war nobody's bigger than anybody else. Right. The team has to get out of this rut right. so we can accomplish the ultimate goal of victory. And victory means defeating Wuhan coronavirus. Right. When you have leadership in certain places, different cities, counties, nation, that have been me people their whole life, mm-hmm. they don't understand team no. and no. us, we. No. You know, sometimes the biggest thing you can do as a teammate is lift your brother up. Talk right. about, you know, maybe you're the 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 James Harden that's on the podium. Right. To me, it's so big of a James Harden to talk about the guy that got all the rebounds tonight. Right. If 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 you know Montrez Harrell or whoever the guy on the Rockets is now, if he didn't get all those rebounds, I couldn't have scored forty five points. Right. Right. You know, I think as a society, we need to get more to lifting up other people. And if you lift them, your brother up and you win a championship, everybody pops champagne at the end. <laughs> That's right. Well, and I think another thing that is that is infected, you know, our nation is the lack of trust. And, you know, there there was a time that you could turn on the news and what they said was the truth. And, and, and this is yeah. not about fake news. That That's not what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm just talking about reliable sources and the trust is not there anymore. You have people that are doing slipshod things. You have people that are just trying to get their ratings up. You got one you network got that sensationalizes everything. Yes. You got another network that flat out lies. Yeah. And then you got somebody that's somewhere in the middle. You know. A so lot. how do how do you find that that it's, truth? <clears throat> you gotta trust. You gotta trust your gut, right? You gotta yeah. use a, like common sense has to prevail. A lie used to disqualify you. It used to, yeah. <laughs> from running for office, yeah. From running for school, for whatever school, you couldn't be the superintendent of a school district if you were caught in a, yeah. a lie. Yeah. No, now you're right. you can. That stuff kind of gets swept under the rug, and I'm not here to condemn anybody, but we need to get back to basic principles. I agree. Honoring your mother and father, not lying, not cheating, not stealing. You know, just all of the stuff we've gotten so far out of bounds in terms of what's okay now yeah prayer right we can't yeah. even pray in school yeah that's crazy i know it's that's crazy. crazy and i don't care what your faith is i honestly believe when we all get to the pearly gates we're gonna look at our muslim brothers and our hindu brothers and we're gonna be like oh you were talking about the same guy yeah you yeah know? i think it, i definitely think it's gonna be a lot different than the picture we've painted yeah. for sure yeah. and, and again it's because people have agendas People have, you you know, you said many times already about, you know, being partisan. A lot of people, they, they were grow, grew up in a certain way. They're not wanting to open their minds to other things. And, you know, we talked 
on this podcast just a couple of months ago with a good friend of mine had a long discussion about racism. And I said, look, this is something that I'm coming from a point of view. I'm trying to understand this That's the key. outside of me That's because I haven't been there. That's you know, the we, we had this recent uh, we had this recent shooting yeah. that, that just happened. That yeah. has just been a, an atrocity yeah. in our country. And for me to to try to speak to something like that when I don't know what that's like. I'm not even going to pretend that I yeah, do, yeah. But yeah. I am going to try to be open and go. Let me try to understand this. You got it from another and perspective, and, and that's empathy, right? You, you. That's trying to. I don't, I don't care what your race, what your what your politics are. There's a common ground that we can agree upon. Sure. And if it's it's if whether it's it's Mitch McConnell or Joe Stevens, right? Mitch, do you love your kids? Yeah. Mitch, I love my kids. Mitch, my kid has a skateboard and she wants a hoverboard. Mitch is that man. My kid has a she yeah. like okay. So now we've connected on a common ground. Sure, let's build on that. And I think the more we talk and the more we have real conversations, without all of the stuff that's around, right? right. If you and I, it's like it's like two guys playing basketball in a gym. We can bump each other. We can talk crazy to each other. Sure. The minute you put a girl in the stands, yeah, that same one-on-one game, now we're ready to fight if you call me that name because she's sitting in the stands. Right, right. And I think that's what goes on with constituencies and different things like that. But at the basic level, killing is wrong. Absolutely. It's there's, wrong. There's not a house. There's not a piece of sheetrock. There's not a television in the world that's worth somebody losing their life. Absolutely. So if you just start there, you can you can get to the answer. But at the end of the day, we have to listen. Right. Um, if somebody says black lives matter, doesn't mean your life doesn't matter. Right. It, it, you don't have to always have an antithesis sure. to somebody. You have to listen and you have to say, why is he kneeling? Right. Why is he kneeling? Right. What, what does he say he's kneeling from? Not right. all the chatter. Why are you kneeling? I'm kneeling because unarmed blacks are being killed at the hands of police in a disproportionate number. Sure. Okay. I want to understand that. Tell me more. Right. Tell me how it makes you feel. Well, it makes me feel like I don't trust my country. It makes me feel like the flag that I would die for doesn't care about my life because I've seen this happen time and time again and nothing changes. Yeah. And and so, okay, well, let me tell you how it makes me feel when I see you kneel during the during the anthem. Sure. My dad, my grandfather died in World War II. So that's what that flag means to me. So when I see you kneel for that, okay, I, I get it. So maybe maybe what I'm kneeling, but it, it got your attention, right? Right. So now let's have a conversation about it. And let's see what we can do to fix it. Well, and, and what you said is exactly true. I think the, the problem is the absence of conversation. Yeah. People literally sitting down. That's why sometimes when I see protesting, and I agree that you need to stand up for what you believe in, whatever that is, even if maybe I don't agree with it, maybe yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. But if we're just screaming at each other. It's nobody you can't hear anything. You can't hear anything. Yeah. And yeah. I can't understand yeah. in, in that context. Yeah. You can't understand where I'm coming from yeah. in that context. I do feel like this is something we're getting better at. Yeah. I, I do. I think this is why this podcast is good, because we get to talk about these things air things out you know my word for 2020 i kind of do this every year was intentional i was going to make sure that 
Everything that I did this year was intentional. Was intentional. I like it. I and like it. it's crazy at that time. I had no idea what we were going to be facing yeah. in this country. But with everything being boiled down and us coming back to a baseline yeah. where we everything is stripped away. Yeah. If, and, you, if you're real about it, I don't mean to interrupt you. If no. you're real about it, the guy and the militia storming a state capitol with assault rifles Mm -hmm. because they want to open the government up or they want to protest somebody mandating they wear masks because of their constitute what they perceive as their constitutional rights based on how they've interpreted the constitution right they can't be perceived as patriots right and the guy that kneels in protest silently be seen as un-american right Right. Right. I can look at the guy in the militia storming the state capitol. Do I agree with his methods? Absolutely not. Sure. But I understand. Right. right? So and, and, and so I would say to him, let's have a conversation. Right. If 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 I wear a mask because there's a a silent um enemy out there right that can kill me and i have no symptoms and i can kill you and i don't have i'm not asking you to wear a mask right to save my life right i'm asking to wear a mask because i may have a great immune system and i can kill you sure and that's probably a deeper conversation you can probably get into well i don't believe the virus is real you know whatever the case may be but at the end of the day, we've got to get back to conversation and, and we, real meaningful, intentional conversations so that we can be Americans together again and, and, and stop the, the divisiveness, have real conversations. The, the country needs to have a real race conversation. I agree. It's just it's just something that's got to happen. We're a multicultural nation. Mm-hmm. We're a nation that was built um, on people coming here and assimilating in we would right. the statue of liberty represented that um so do we need to work, stop immigration illegal immigration absolutely right um but we're a nation that was founded on come here we've got the best thing going we're right. the, we're the you know we're the biggest we're the best we'll we'll accept you come as you are right you know so we can't have it both ways no just, and know. i and i think we have to understand that you know, my background was, you know, I, there was not racism in my family, right. um, but everybody wasn't raised that way. I recognize yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you recognize it. Yeah. Um, and honestly, it doesn't matter if you're Hispanic. It doesn't matter if you're African-American. It doesn't matter what you are. There is some kind of bias there. It's part of human no nature. No, no question. And so one of the things that, that we talked about is it's it's that second thought that you have, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the first perception that maybe I have of you. That's yeah. fine, right? Yeah. That's human nature. But what do I do with my second thought yeah. about you? Yeah. And that's where we need to get better. And, and and we need to do that as a whole. And, and, and that's the most honest dialogue that I've heard in a long time. The yeah. most honest... I'm the same way. Yeah. And, and you're lying if you say you you're don't lying. have implicit bias. Yeah. If you're at a grocery store at night and you're in the parking lot, right, and a guy with his pants hanging off his rear end right. with dreadlocks walk by you and he walks behind your cart, you're lying if you say you're not going to 
double back and right. say, "Let me look." Right. And, and and if if the if the you know the 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 buppy middle aged guy walks behind you that looks like he graduated Harvard, yeah, you're not doing a double take. You're not doing a double. That's take. implicit bias. But like sure. you said, it's it's what do you do with that second thought? Yeah. Because the truth of the matter is, the guy with the dreadlocks could own his own business, and and employ and give your daughter a job. Sure. We've got to get to a point in society where we're having real conversations, where we're reaping and sowing. Hopefully yep. you sow first yep. and get back to just some basic biblical principles. Get prayer back in school. Absolutely. You know, let's come together as a country. Let's defeat coronavirus and allow this to reset us all, like rebooting a computer. Let's just reset from here. I agree. And see if we can move forward. Let's move away from the two-party system mm-hmm. in America. I think it's horrible. I, I think, agree a hundred percent. I think it's just it's you. I don't. It's like being a blood or a crip. It is. It's the, it really it's is. It's the two biggest gangs that we've got yeah. going right now. Um, it, and it creates separation. Creates separation. Yeah. You, I, I've got some some fiscally conservative ways. I've got some socially um, uh, liberal ways. Yeah. And if anybody says they're just one way diehard, you're crazy. Well, and the thing that I don't like, and I, I know we got to wrap up here because we got a limited amount of time, but one of the things that I don't like that's happening right now is our con- in our country is if you have a certain belief, then you're automatically categorized as this. Yeah. Or you're automatically categorized as far left or far yeah. right. Yeah. Look, I have a mixture of beliefs that honestly fall under several categories. No but that doesn't put me in, in a box. box or another. No. Yeah. And I shouldn't have to choose. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have be to, choose. to choose. Yeah. And I shouldn't look at you and go, because he's got that one belief that maybe we don't agree on. Yeah. That all of a sudden that separates him over here and we have to be enemies now on yeah. all fronts. I put a post on Facebook the other day and I got to stop posting on Facebook because it's pe- people get so t- <laughs> dug in. They like, I'm no, I'm not voting for you because you can't read comments. Like, Dude, you can't like, read comments. I, I, I like every comment on my post, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, every comment. You yeah. could have said something bad about me and i like it i didn't yeah. have, i probably didn't read it to begin with right and i'll like it i had a guy the other day tell me oh man joe joe stevens you know I've, I've got an issue with you i don't think you can be fair and impartial because of you liked his comment and i finally read the guy's comment he was saying something that was kind of about implicit bias and i was like whoa this guy took the fact that i said i was in that that i liked his comment that i agreed with him wholeheartedly and because i agree with him he has concerns as one of my constituents about my ability to be fair and impartial despite the fact that the houston bar association ranked me one of the best judges in the county yeah forget all my goodwill and lifelong relationships in the community right a few of your facebook posts have troubled me but a lot of times i put a stuff on there one to get a reaction right sure I was at the dessert gallery the other day and I was watching the line and I put on there. I wonder if whether people wear masks or not, if it's indicative of their politics. That was that was yeah. the post. Yeah. I didn't say you're or if you got them. And it was a question. You're, it was a question. Yeah. I just wonder if this is indicative <clears throat> Excuse me, of their politics. Yeah. Oh, man, it said, you know, oh, it did, da, 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 and I just said, you know, just. Just it's just in just, just, just a question. Just a question. Yeah. Just a question. You know. So anyway, man, I, we got to talk basketball before I get out of here, though. Yeah. And so last dance. Yeah. So I, we were talking about that a little bit uh, <clears throat> uh, off mic, but 
that has been very interesting, man, to keep up with that and see kind of the inside look of all that went on. I mean, I remember that era very well. Yeah. You you played, yeah. you know, against Michael yeah. at one time. Yeah. Um, now, we won't talk about the fact that Mario Ellie didn't do his job. And, and I got blamed for it. <sighs> yeah, it was, I watched that play, and I'm going to tell you right now, you were not at fault for that you. in Thank any so way. He was almost at half court when he, he threw the lob. I'm not going to pressure him five feet above the three-point line so he no. can drive by me. Absolutely not. Because Scotty was quick. Scotty was quick on the drive, and the thing was is literally when I was watching that play, I said, first of all, Mario Eli had his back turned to well, he, Jordan. Well, he you can't try, play. He's trying to deny, so let's let's rewind. He got hit with about – that was probably about six fadeaway jump shots. Okay. He, so Mario got about – Preceding that play. About 30 of the 40 points Mike scored that game. He yeah. had 40. It was a game on a Sunday afternoon here in Houston. He got hit with a bunch of fadeaways, fadeaways to the middle, fadeaways baseline. Yeah. So Mario's trying to deny the ball right. from the top because he don't want Mike to get the ball. So Mike, being the professional that he is, he if rolls. you take this away, yeah. I'm going to spin out because the basket is behind me. Right. So Mario's here, Mike is here, basket is where the television is. Right. Mike walks him up the lane a couple of steps, spins out. Scotty throws the lob. Mike dunks it on national television for his 37th and 38th point. Ugh. 39 and 40, two plays later, Mario plays behind him now. Basket here, Mario here, yeah. Mike's here, ball top of the key. Now ball gets fed. 39 and 40 are another fadeaway jump <laughs> shot. <laughs> so – Anyway, so I get blamed for it. But that era, man, was full of dogs, full oh, of guys man. that played with pride, even in all-star games. I, um, I can't get caught up in the conversations these days about no. NBA then and NBA no. now because I'll tell you right now, there was some scrappers back then. Uh, you can you, you get hurt, man. And oh, guys, absolutely. And guys were played for pride. and, and uh, But I, I, I think the documentary gives you an inside look at what went on behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, I think Mike's leadership, if he could do it again, he, it would be different. Sure. I feel bad for Isaiah Thomas. You I know, do too. I, I think. Even though I did not like him at that you, time. I didn't like him either, but yeah. you got to listen to what he's saying. There's some credibility to yeah. it. Yeah. When he says it wasn't passed like that. Right. And he talks about how when they beat the Celtics, the Celtics walked off the court. Right. They didn't shake their hands. Right. Right. Um, I think he and Kevin McHale shook hands at half court. And there were a couple of um, Detroit Pistons. Right. John Sally shook hands with right. some of the guys. Right. But Isaiah Lambeer, those guys just walked off the court. Right. Mike, you can't still be butthurt to this day. No. About, especially when somebody shows you a video, hey, look, this is what the Celtics did yeah. to Detroit. Yeah. So consequently, this is what Detroit yeah. did to you guys. You got to let it go, man. got to let it go, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I get it. And Isaiah was a little guy. So well, and and he missed the opportunity to play on the dream team, which which that's what I felt bad about uh, because you, Mike even admits that his skill level was there because Isaiah Thomas was a beast. No, he's one I don't of the care. best guards ever. Absolutely, you know, but chem chemistry is something too. It's I, true. I just wish that again, like we talk about conversations and guys, but back then it was war. It was war, and it wasn't all of this free agency that we got now. Uh -huh. So when you were a Detroit Piston, you were pretty much a Detroit Piston yeah. for life. 
So uh, it's been very interesting to see that, man, and I hope that kids can appreciate the talent level. Many of them wear the sneakers. I had somebody ask me the other day, man, how was it playing against Jordan? I said, you can't even imagine being a kid as a high school senior all the way through college, cut yards to buy to wa- this guy's to watch sneakers him. Yeah, and to yeah, watch him. Yeah. And then you end up sitting in an arena with a Houston Rockets uniform on or a Vancouver Grizzlies uniform. Yeah. And you're in Chicago Stadium. You've just warmed up. The lights go I out. I can't imagine the, that. the lights go out. Yeah. They've called you because, of course, they announced the Rockets first, and and so I'm 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 not playing. I'm I'm on the bench. I'm I'm right. I'm gonna play eventually, hopefully, if coach puts me in. But I'm sitting there, and then and now, the starting lineup yeah. for yours, and then you hear doo, 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 the, the music oh, yeah. comes on, oh, and you're yeah. like, and the lights go off. That gives and, me chills yeah, right now. And at guard number yeah. twenty, and you're like. Like, like this is crazy. Like, yeah. Like, and he's glowing. He runs out. I don't oh, know if you ever bet. seen The Last Dragon when oh, Show yeah. Enough had that that aura, like his glow. Like, you could see this big, <laughs> like how Jesus, when he comes back, he's supposed to have his light. <laughs> and he runs on the court. You're like, wow, he's floating. Yeah. And you kind of have to, like, okay, I got to play. I got to snap out. I feel like I'm eight years old yeah. on a Sunday afternoon at I, home I watching imagine. him. And you're like, okay, now I got to compete. I want to see what I got. I want to get in and play against him. But it is something when you the guy's like literally where this light is and he's standing in front of you like wow and you're looking at his shoes and how yeah. he, how he moves yeah and he, he kind of moves like the video game you know I mean right. it's like it's real though right. it's like you're really in the arena with the guy but something clicks and you, you you're like okay I'm not five nine in ninth grade anymore right I'm I'm a six foot seven two hundred and five pound man right who's worked my whole life to get to this point exactly you know and it's no different than a guy that's a computer programmer and he meets Steve Jobs or Bill sure. Gates or or a guy that you know wants to design clothes and he meets Givenchy or or Versace you know what I mean yeah. it's, it's when you meet those transformational figures in your life sure your dad had some i'm sure you had some there were some pastors that your dad looked at growing up that man i want to emulate that guy i want to improve upon what he did and so it's it's um you know i tell my daughter all the time she's an exceptional golfer man she's done yeah unbelievable man you've got to be you've always got to be chasing something you've Mm got to be so i've got people now judges that i look up to and i've got different politicians that i respect and i read their books and and i'm always trying to accomplish something new i'm always moving i'm in law school now yeah i'm at south texas college of law yes i'm in school five nights a week i'm online now because of coronavirus but yeah, I think in life you've just always got to set goals for yourself. Yeah. Whether you're a kid or an adult, and you've always got to be working towards something. I uh, agree. You know, I'm on the Peloton now. I'm I'm trying to. I got. I'm in class riding, and you look in class, and Dustin Johnson, Bubba Watson, all these PGA professionals, NBA guys, and some people have three thousand rides. Yeah. And I'm on like my twentieth ride, <laughs> and I'm like, I got to get to three thousand rides. I think it keeps us young. Yeah. You know, I think it's important, like we talked about earlier, for the family time, but also you do need to be. You need drive. You need drive. You've got to be trying to accomplish something, whether it's I want to read the Bible in a year or I want to improve upon my business. I think it it helps us to continue to move forward to be the best version of ourselves. I agree. Well, I want to thank you not only for taking the time today out to talk about all this, but I want to thank you for your leadership, 
you know, I've seen all that you've done with the basketball camps that you've done, the leadership things that you've done with kids out of North Shore and other schools. Um, I mean, all the things that you've done from for the community. I mean, giving away turkeys. You you've done you've done a lot of. And we we could have just spent the whole time talking about all the things you've done trying to get testing sites on our side of town for COVID and all the other things. I appreciate that because I see you feeding back into a community of people that are part of this church where we are, uh, um, you know, and it affects them in a positive way. I want to thank you for that. And, uh, man, just thank you for inspiring not only me because I, every time I sit down in one of these podcasts, I get something for yeah. myself out of it. Yeah. And so I appreciate that, and and I know that everybody that listens to this is, is going to also appreciate it. And I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with you in the future because I see all the political things that you're doing, and you know I don't know if this is on the radar or not, but I hope that you take a, a bigger per- participation in that in the future because I think that you do have a good head on your shoulders. You do care about people. And we need that, man. We need that in local government. We need that in big government. Yeah, I'm appreciative, man. I, I've, I'm a product of a lot of um, great teachers, uh, great parents, great friends, uh, great neighbors. And so I don't take the credit. I, I'm just um, was given great opportunities, and I've been able to take advantage of some of them. And I just think that, um, you know, I give all the credit to those that have enabled me to get to this point in yeah. life. I'm very, very blessed. Um, financially, I hadn't felt the crunch that some people feel. Right. And I just hope that through what other people have given me, I'm able to help somebody else. And hopefully if we all do our small part, we're able to change it, you know, one person at a time. I agree. I agree. And I appreciate you playing a part in that. Thank you, everybody, for listening, tuning in. Make sure that you go and, and like Uh, Make sure that you go on YouTube, share this with somebody if you think this will be a help to them, and make sure that you tune in every Tuesday for the RW on all of our platforms. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Thank you, Brandon.